Amen. Today's, uh, today's message is faith to live my potential, session three. Everybody say faith to live my potential. Come on, one more time. Say faith to live my potential. Amen. Let's make this declaration uh, together. Say, say with faith in the word of God and me taking action. With faith in the word of God and me taking action. I can overcome every trial. God has chosen me to, to, uh, to prosper and win in life. With faith in the word of God and me taking action. I can overcome every trial. God has chosen me to prosper and win a life. I never quit. Everybody say, I never quit. Amen. As I start this message, I want to ask you a question. Are you vulnerable enough to let down your guard and listen with a heart that wants to receive from God? If you are, the Holy Spirit will speak to you and give you personal insight for your life. Everybody say, personal insight for my life. Everybody say this. Say, my potential is not determined by the world's standards, stereotypes, and statistics. It is, it, is, it, is, it is given to me by God. Amen. The world cannot tell me who I am. The world cannot define you or identify you. Say that with me. Say, the world cannot define me or identify me. Amen. Glory be to God. Now, what is potential? It is, the, it is what I'm capable of doing and becoming with God's help. It's what I'm capable of doing and becoming with God's help. Y'all get that? What is potential? What I'm capable of doing and becoming with God's help. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that you're living up to your potential? Don't answer out loud. Do you think that you're living up to your potential? Glory be to God. Do you think that you're living up to your potential? Do you, do you feel that there's more potential in you than you're using? There's a lot more potential in us that we're not using. And God wants us to, to use our potential so that we can become all that God would have us to be. Everybody say, my potential is not determined by me. It's determined by God. I want you to get out of this mindset of what you can't do. That's what, I can't do this. I can't do that. You cannot maximize your potential if your thought pattern is always what you can't do. I can't. I can't. I can't. Every time you say you can't, you pull off. You pull, you pull away from your potential and you do not allow your potential to to be released. Because when you say you can't, because tap a, a potential is untapped. So if it's untapped and you all you saying is you can't, you'll never tap into it. You got to be willing to go past what you uh, what you perceive you can do. Y'all hear that? I got to be willing to go past what? You got to be willing to go past what you perceive you can do. Because a lot of times God's going when to, when he pushes you in your potential, it's going to be past what you thought you could handle, past what you thought you could do. It's going to be, it's going to, it's going to make you extend yourself further than you currently are. Potential always positions you to extend yourself. But God is always going to say, well, it's your decision. Do you, are you willing to, to extend yourself or are you going to stay right here? You always can, God's going to always allow you to, to make the decision whether I'm going to stand myself or I'm not going to stand myself. Am I willing to trust God and move out and what he's speaking to me or am I going to pull back and stay in this close proximity even though I'm frustrated right here and I want more? Amen? 
I want you to grab that because a lot of times as you as you stretch out, your, your fear is going to come in and try to and try to pull you out of potential. Fear comes in to try to pull you out of potential and to lock you into what you see. Fear comes to pull you out of potential and lock you in what you see and start talking to your mind. You can't do that. You must be tripping. There ain't no way you can do that. What's your name and try to do that? It didn't work for them. Why are you trying to do it? Or God is telling you something that, that, that he's wants to do with you. I, 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 you can't do that. that. You know, you don't have the education to do that. You, you'll never be able to go that far. And what we do is get locked in and we keep and we continue to pull back from what we can accomplish in God. Amen. Everybody say potential. Come on, say potential. My potential in God is bigger than me. Amen. My potential in God is bigger than me. The Holy Spirit is really, I'm great, I got to move on, but he's saying, because if, if you don't start, if you don't start churning your potential, and listen to me, and a lot of times potential is going to be, is going to be connected to you going back to school, getting some more education, doing different things so that you can lock in and perpetuate yourself to the next level. Because there's always information connected to 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 manifestation or you going to another place. And don't, just because you don't have the education doesn't mean you don't have the potential. Woo. Just because you don't have the education doesn't mean you don't have the potential. Potential is determined by what God wants to do with you. Education is information that you get. And any time that you're believing God to do something in your life, you have to get the information so, so that he can maximize your potential. Are y'all hearing me? We, well, I cannot be a person that wants God to do great things. We may want to maximize potential, but I don't want to maximize information. I want, to, I want to be great in this field, but I don't even know that much about the field that I'm in. Are y'all hearing me? If I'm going to maximize potential, I have to maximize the information in my circuit or in my place that God has placed in me. I have, to, I have to know what I'm doing. I have to understand the concepts and the principles of how to operate in it so then that God can use me to maximize who I am and what he wants to do with me. Are y'all, y'all, y'all with me? Are y'all with me? Because, you know, I, I was just, just talking to my son the, uh, the other day just about reading. You know, it's so much information in books, but nobody want to read a book. <laughs> Your answer is in a book. You want to know more? Read a book. Read a book. When you read a book, you get the information. You know, people put 30 years of their life into one book. It's 150 pages, but 30 years of life right there. Your breakthrough is right there in the book. But until you read the book, you don't get the breakthrough. Amen. Things are hiding from you in books and information. And if you don't seek, I'm going to turn in a minute. If you don't seek out the information, you can't go to the next level and maximize your potential. (laughs) Are y'all hearing me? You got to be willing to seek out the information that's going to push you and propel you into the potential that God put inside of you. I'm going to keep going because this is not really the message for today, but it's just so strong because God is saying, I, I, I want to do more with my people. But in order for me to do more with my people, in order for me to do more with my people, they got to be they got to be open to receive more, not just spiritual, but not just spiritual, but practical. Amen. I need spiritual things, but I need practical things, too. 
If I'm going if I'm going fully walk in God's plan for my life, I have to understand spiritual things. Spiritual things are first, but I also have to understand natural things. And, if, and I have to bring the spiritual and the natural together. But everything lays on the spiritual. If I, I'm going to talk about the spiritual in a minute. But if I start with practical things or try to do things practically and I'm a Christian, but I don't have the spiritual base, I'm never going to maximize my potential. Listen to me. And I'm never going to really succeed. I'm going to keep on falling in a ditch because everything is spiritual first. But on top of the spiritual I have to understand practical things that I have to do. My spiritual, my, my spiritual walk is going to engage me with practical things of execution that's going, that's going to bless my life and be able to take the potential that God put in me to manifestation. Are y'all hearing me? Everybody say spiritual first. Everybody say spiritual first. Then practical. We cannot run out doing practical things without a spiritual foundation. That's what I'm going to talk about today. But it's so strong. You got to understand that God has more in you than he's using now. And you got to have a willingness to say, God, I want, I want you to maximize me. And that means that, I, that I'm going to have to put in work. I'm going to have to put in work. Everybody say work. Everybody say work. If, if we want to walk in our potential, if we want to walk in God's blessing, we cannot be sitting the sidelines and just think it's going to show up without us doing our parts. And, oh, God, I, I want to take it a little deeper. And as you talk about potential and becoming a person, it's not really about today. You never, when you are in today, you're not really operating in today. You're always thinking about where you are going. Every decision that you make should be positioning you for where you are going, not where you're currently at. Amen. You always think with the end in mind. I'm always thinking, when I'm thinking, I'm thinking about where am I going, not where am I, where I'm at. Because where I'm at is where I'm at. And if I want to perpetuate, listen to me, if I want to perpetuate where I'm at, I keep doing the same thing. But if I want to change and go somewhere different, I got to do something different. Are y'all hearing me? Stop thinking, oh God. Stop thinking about your right now and start making decisions for your tomorrow, for your next week, for your next year. Where are you going to be five years from now? See, I got to make decisions that are going to determine where I'm going to be five years from now. Amen. And if I keep making the same decisions now, five years from now, I'm going to be in the same spot because my decisions are the same. When you're looking at your future, you make different decisions than you make when you're just concerned about today. All your, your decisions are different. Even because I'm, I, I do business. Even when I deal with business, I'm not really concerned about right now. I'm concerned about where is this going to take me? What is going to happen a year from now? Even with this customer, how is everything going to happen? I'm not moving fast trying to make something happen because, because it, 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 it could bring the wrong thing in later. Everything's about tomorrow. And if you take care of your tomorrow, your day, your today will be taken care of. I'm going I'm to hit this mess in just a minute. Are y'all hearing me? It's always about where are you going? And I'm going to ask you that question today. Where are you going? Where do you see yourself by the end of this year? This is the fifth month, sixth month, whatever month it is, but we got to have, we halfway in the year. Where are you going? Uh, you get, get off today. The only way you overcome your problems is to think past them. I got to get into the message. The only way you overcome your problems is to think past them. If you're thinking on the same level as your problem, you perpetuate the problem. All you do is keep regurgitating the problem. 
You got to think at another level. You got to think past your problem. So when I think past it, my decisions push, even though I get resistance. Anytime you're moving to another level, you're trying to change your life. You're going to get resistance. Are y'all with me? Anytime you're talking about changing your life, you're going to get resistance. But you're going to have to be willing to push past the resistance, but not lose your foundation. And that's what I'm about to go into now. I talked about this on the week before, but you got to have a spiritual foundation to grow on. And if you do not have your spiritual foundation, you cannot prosper God's way and you cannot maximize. Everybody say maximize my potential. Hmm. Close your eyes, please. Say, say, God, there's much more to me than I see. Help me bring it out. You 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 birth me with a purpose reveal my purpose to me i have a gift talent or ability show me how to tap into it and prosper for you are y'all with me show me how to prosper for you praise the lord amen I define, I'm going to uh, define potential again. What is potential? What I'm capable of doing and becoming with God's help. Potential. What I'm capable of doing and becoming with God's help. Potential. What I'm capable of doing and becoming. Everybody say doing and becoming. Everybody say doing and becoming. Everybody say doing and becoming. Amen. What I'm capable of doing and becoming. Glory be to God. I want to give us four priorities we need to tap into our potential. Amen. Let's define priorities. Knowing the things that need to be done are dealt with first. That's priorities. Knowing the things that need to be done are dealt with first. Knowing. Everybody say knowing. This is very critical. You got to know what to do first. Priorities are knowing what to do first. Just because it's urgent doesn't mean it's important. Just because it's urgent doesn't mean it's important. A lot of times we do doing urgent stuff. And it could be done next week, but you're missing important things and you're getting your life all out of sync because you focused on the wrong things. You focused on the wrong things. You're doing urgent things instead of important things. Just like, you know, the, the ladies were, uh, were exercising yesterday. See, that you can put that on the back burner, even though it's very, very, very important. It's critically important that you exercise. It's critically important that you're exercising your body. Because if you don't, as you get older, your body's going to break down. But see, it's not urgent. You got to you got to you got to take you got to take the discipline and do it. It's the discipline to do it because it's important, but it's not urgent. It's not urgent till you get sick. Then by the time you get sick, it's kind of like too late. But if you do it now because it's important, are y'all seeing what I'm saying? Because it's very, very important, but it's not urgent. So we just we just we just slide by because it's not urgent, but it's very important. Y'all follow what I'm saying? I'm going to get, Lord, give me one more example. Glory be to God of urgency. I'm just going to use spending time with God because that's going to be the first one. Uh, every day you want to spend time with God, then you, you, you keep hitting the snooze button until it's right time, time for you to go to work. And you just jump out of bed and go to work because it's urgent. But, but the important thing was to get up on time so you could spend time with God. And you think you're okay, but you're dying day by day. 
I'm talking about listen to me. I'm going to talk about it. When you don't spend time with God daily, you're dying. Not physically, but spiritually. You are dying. And you wonder why you can't deal with life. You wonder why you're, you, you're short. You wonder why you ain't going as far as you know you can. Because each day, you're dying. If you don't, listen to me. If you don't identify who you are before others do, you, you live by another person's prototype. And not by your own or what God has called you to be. You're like, listen, I'm, I'm going to take it deeper. You're allowing the world, the world to be more urgent than God. So now I'm spending time with the world, but it's not spending time with God. Hey, are y'all with me? Now. Priorities, knowing the things that need to be done or dealt with first. You got to learn priorities. And, and, and we're talking about spiritual priorities and spiritual priorities because they're non-tangible. That means you can't see them. It's easy to, to, to not do them. But when we do not do them, we miss the fruit of them. Amen. Glory be to God. I want you to grab this statement. I can't win in life. If I don't understand priorities, but that's big, you're going to continue to lose until you understand priorities. As long as you put the wrong things first, you're going to lose. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. If you continue to put the wrong things first. Let let me say, let me say this. The Bible says, as long as the earth remains, it's seed time. And harvest time. Amen. As long as the earth remains, there's seed time and harvest time. That means whatever I'm sowing, I'm going to get a harvest on it sometime. But it's always going to come back more than what I sowed. Because that's, that's what a harvest is. If you put this many seed in the ground, you get a bigger harvest than what you put in the ground. What I'm saying is that we cannot neglect doing the necessary things first. No, 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 no. Let me turn it around. I... Yes, this is what the Holy Spirit is saying. As long as I, when I don't understand priorities, I'm doing the wrong things first. And then when I get the harvest from it, I don't understand why I got the harvest that I got. Man, y'all didn't get that, did you? Now, I'm going to repeat it again. I'm gonna be, when I don't understand priorities, I'm doing the wrong things first. So I'm doing the wrong thing instead of doing the right thing. And then I get frustrated because, or I'm upset because my life is producing the wrong result that I wanted. But the reason why it's producing is because I've been doing the wrong things first. Y'all get that? Amen? Y'all with me? So if I'm doing the wrong thing, but want the right thing, is it going to happen? No. If I'm doing the wrong thing first, am I going to get the right thing? No. Are y'all with me? If I'm doing the wrong thing, am I going to get the right thing? Why not? Because I'm doing the wrong thing. Come on, I'm going to have to wake y'all up. Amen. Are y'all with me? Everybody say this. Say if I'm doing the wrong thing. First, I cannot get the right thing. I have to do the right thing to get the right harvest. Are y'all with me? Y'all with me now, huh? Because there's no use of me going further if we don't get this. Because I got to understand, even if it's not, even if it doesn't seem urgent, but I know it's important. If I don't do the important things first, I can't get the harvest that I want in my life. If I don't do the important things, everybody say first, first. I won't get the harvest that I want in my life. 
I just gave somebody a breakthrough right there. I just gave you a breakthrough. If you do the right things first, if you prioritize right, you're going to get to where you want to be, where you need to be or where you want to be. But if you continually doing the wrong things first, you're going to continually end up at the wrong place every time. Are y'all with me? Y'all making me work hard for this. <laughs> I'm telling you, but, but ain't, there's no use in going further if we don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no, ain't no use to keep grinding the message if you don't get to understanding that priorities in, in your mind. You got to be leaving out here saying priorities are important. I, I, I got I to do the important things, not the urgent things. I got to learn how to, I got to listen to me. I got to discipline myself to, to bypass the urgent to do the important. Because this is a discipline. To do the important things is a discipline. And if you don't discipline yourself to do it, my goodness, you won't do it. You just do the urgent things and you'll have a life of chaos. You'll have a life of chaos because all you're doing is 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 trying to tie up loose ends. You're doing good right here. You're doing good right here and you're on chart. This happened, this happened. You forget about that. The thing that's important that's about to bring a harvest in your life and you go off doing this, go off doing that. All these things that seem urgent and, 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 and nothing is happening with your fruit because you got off course. Now, the harvest of all this stuff starts overtaking my real harvest. That means I'm getting all this chaos around me. I don't really know what to do. Everything going crazy. Then this is what what I say. This is what I say. Lord, why is this happening in my life? Because if we don't learn how to make decisions, he good. If I don't learn how to make decisions that line up to where I'm going, I'm going to stay where I'm at. Are y'all hearing me? I'm about to go further. Y'all getting this? This making sense to you? Do you understand priorities? Understanding what to, what to do first? You got to understand that. You got to understand that. Hey Amen. Everybody say, uh, spending time with God daily is important. And I must make it a priority. Now, let me, let me, let me prove this out to you. Glory to God. Glory be to God. Committing to spend time with uh, with God daily. We will not tap into our potential without committing to spend time with God daily. Why is this important? When I receive salvation, God takes me through a process of remaking who I am. When I receive salvation. Listen to this now. I'm, I, I got to give you the scripture in a minute. When I receive salvation, God takes me through the process of remaking who I am. He takes me through the process of remaking who I am. Let me ask you a question. If you wonder why I, I, I preach different here than I do when I'm somewhere else, because I got a pastoral known in here at the house. That means I'm focused on teaching y'all how to go to the next level. When I go out there, I'm just I'm just trying to preach because it's evangelistic, evangel- evangelistic anointing. And it's more. Ah, yeah. it's a diff- It's two different anointings. Y'all hear me? That's why you need to, and that Holy Spirit just that's why you need to go with me when I go to, too, because you need to hear that side. You need to, you need to hear that part. Amen. Because this is a different side. My objective, like today, is just to teach you the word so you can win. But then when I go out and preach somewhere, I'm, I'm going to come hard. And the, it's like it's going to be more power behind it. It's not more power, it's just, it's just a difference because of where I, what I'm operating in. You hear me? Now, 
committing to spend time with God daily. Why is it important? When I receive salvation, God takes me through a process of remaking who I am. I must take off the old man. Everybody say, I must take off the old man. I want you to think about that. Grab that in your spirit. I must do what? What what I must do? I must what? I must take off the old man. You cannot live in the old man and live in the new man. This is critical. This is where a lot of people are getting lost at. They're living in the old man wanting a new result. You cannot live in the old man and get a new result. That's why spending time with God daily is critically important. Amen? I must take off the old man and put on the new man. This happens day by day. Say, this must be a priority. Now turn to Ephesians chapter 4. Are y'all, y'all comfortable? Amen. Y'all ain't hot? Amen. Turn to Ephesians. Take off this jacket. Woo. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 20 through 24. When you get us, I got the word. When you got the word, everybody, when you got us, I got the word. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 20 through 24. Amen. This is what it says. But you have but you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him. Everybody say I'm supposed to be taught by Christ. Mm. As the truth is in Jesus that you everybody say me. Everybody say I changed myself. Man, we looking for God to change us. God say you change yourself. Amen. So he recreates our spirit, but it's up to us to change our mind, to change the way we think. It's up to us to change the way we think. I cannot let, get, let this get past you. It's up to me to do what? It's up to me to change the way I think. It's up to me to change the way I think. It's up to me. Everybody say it's up to me to change the way I think. Oh, my goodness. It's up to you. Let me let me go deeper into the scripture. That you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man that you put off. It is your responsibility to take off the old man whose responsibility is to take off the old man. Whose God's is it God's responsibility. Whose responsibility is it? Whose responsibility is to change myself? Whose you sure? If I want, if I just say, God, change me, please change me. Is he going to change you? No. Y'all better get that. I just said something deep. God, oh God, just change me. I'm tired of being this way. I'm tired of living this life. Change me, change me. And then you ain't reading no words. You ain't doing nothing. You just going to change me. Are you going to be changed? No. That's old religion. That's old religion. I'm trying to get this into you so you, so you grab it. Amen. It said, you going to take off the old man. Everybody say you. Everybody say you. Who going to take it off? Who is? Who going to change themselves? Who? You sure? <laughs> take off the old man. Let, am I reading scripture? Am I reading the scripture? Now, come on. Let's look at it. That you, uh, that you put off concerning. No, nah, I'm up to I'm somewhere, man. Yeah, 23. Uh, I'm going to start at 22. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him the truth of Jesus that you put off concerning the former conduct. So, so I'm supposed to act different when I get saved. 
God changed me. I want to be different. Is it just going to happen? Who's going to do it? Let me let me do let me say it right so you that, that you get it totally. God does change you, but he changes you by you putting the word in you. Amen. God is not asking you to change yourself. He's asking you to put the word in you so that he can change you so he can deal with your heart and make you a new person. But if I don't put the word in me, he cannot change me. So God is not. So technically, he's not asking you to change yourself. He's asking you to take off the old man and put the new man on. And as you put the new man in your heart, you become that person. Amen. Y'all with me? Y'all got it? That you put off concerning the former conduct, the old man, which grows corrupt. Listen to listen how it grows corrupt. According to deceitful lust, it's the lust of the flesh that take us into sin and doing all this crazy stuff. And when, when what we do, we, 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 we stay in the old mindset. God said, let go of the old mindset. Let go of the sin mindset. Everybody said, let go of the sin mindset. Everybody said, I can't win in sin. You can't win in sin. No, no, none of us are perfect, but you can't win. In, you, can't, you can't win living a life of sin. At some point, you got to get that life up and turn your life over to the Lord. Amen. If I'm, if I'm going to be transformed, God wants me to lay down my sinful life and pick up a righteous life. Amen. He wants me to be committed to him so that he can do in me what he desires. I got to let go of the old life and pick up the new life. And what happens is, as I renew my mind, it's not that we don't get these cravings, but they no longer have authority and you don't have a you don't have a, a, a conviction for them because your conviction lines up with God. I just said something. I'm going to repeat it again because we're talking about he's talking about lust of the flesh. As I grow closer to God, it's not that I don't feel it, but I don't have a conviction for it. And if I don't have a conviction for it, I don't do it. Y'all grab that. See, as the more word I put in me, the stronger my conviction goes to live the right life instead of the wrong life. Amen. I'm gonna use, I, I, I probably said this some years ago, but I have said some years ago. But I'm going to use this, this example because it's a very, very, very good example. You know, uh, when I met my, my wife, I was not a virgin. But I've said it in the service. I wish from spending time with the Lord now and renewing my mind, I wish my wife was the only person I've ever been with. I wish she was the only person I've ever been with because God has renewed my mind to an extent to know that that's God's perfect will. Are y'all with me? Are y'all with me? See, it's not about me going back, but it's about my mindset going forward. Y'all with me? It's, it's not about me what? But it is about my mindset what? So if I got that mindset going forward, I ain't going to cheat on my wife. Oh, uh, come on now. Amen. That's important, isn't it? Isn't that important? Because I got a new mindset. I'm looking at it the way God would have me to look at it. I've taken off the old man and put on the new man. Y'all with me? 
Y'all understand what I'm saying? I'm trying to break it down because it's no use us going further if we don't get the revelation of what I'm saying. Because you need to know today that you're going to change you by you putting the word in you. And if, I, if you put the word in you, God promises that he will change you. He promises it. He will change you. He, if he done it for me, I know he can do it for anybody. I'm not about to go back into my story. But if I know God can change me, I know he can change anybody. I know that. But it's one thing I'm telling you right now. In the last 20 some years, I spend time with God every single day. Every single day of my life, I spend time with God. And it's that relationship that has made me the man that I am. Every single day, I spend time with God. 20 something years. This is what makes us new. This, and this is that, everybody, everybody say the day to day relationship. Everybody say day by day. Everybody say day by day. Everybody say day by day. Day by day. What she was talking about was uh, Bishop Ivy Hilliard. He said he listens to two hours of the Bible every day. Two listens to uh, two hours of the word every day. Every day for 20 some years, he listens to two hours of the word. This man got three, four, five churches, is busy, got businesses, all this stuff. And this is what you would think. Well, how does he have time to do that? Because it's because of that that he's birthed what he does. That what he has, rather. See, when you make, when you, when you prioritize the most important things, the other stuff fall into place. <laughs> I'm not going to get far today, but, but, but if you get it, if you put the first things first, the rest will be blessed and God can show you how to navigate around it. But as long, we're talking about putting, uh, giving God the first part, as long as you're trying to do all the other stuff first, you're always going to fall behind trying to figure out how to move to the next place because you're not connected to the one who can do it for you. Y'all hear me? Amen? Everybody say, uh, first things first. Putting God first. Giving God the first part of the day. Are y'all getting something? Y'all getting something? This is foundation one. This is priority number one. Spending time with God daily. Let me finish the scripture. Put off concerning your former conduct, the old man, which grows corrupt according to deceitful lust. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Be renewed where? In what? In the spirit of whose mind? Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Let me ask you a question. If God has this great plan for your life, but if you don't renew your mind, can he do it? Ooh. God can have something great for your life, but if you don't renew your mind to God's plan, God can't do it. Because the first part, part is to renew your mind. And if I do not renew my mind, God can't do it because he needs me to participate. I need to be a part of the process. And the first thing I need to do, I have to do is renew my mind. Let me let me let me let me let me go a little further. And that you put off that you put on. Everybody say put on the new man. Let me tell you how you put on the new man. You sit there and look at that word today. You look at that tomorrow, you look at it the next day, you look at it next week, you look at it next week, before you know it, you becoming a what? A new man. How do you become a new man? How do you become a new man? Everybody say, but putting on the word. Putting on the word. How often? How often? How often? How often? How do I become a new person? When? When? How many days? 
<laughs> Give my hand praise. Now we're going somewhere. I feel, I feel us breaking. I feel us breaking in the spirit. Because if I can get this to you, if I can get this first step to you, it's not how far we get, it's what you get. It's not how far I get in the message, it's what you get in the message. If you get this, when you leave out of here saying, ah, uh, I got one thing, I got, I, got, I got two things. I got one is I got to learn how to prioritize my life. Just because, it's, just because it's urgent doesn't mean it's important. And number two, I got to spend time with God.